I want to be your real estate resource. Welcome to Your Real Estate Resource, a show dedicated entirely to the subject of real estate. I'm Steve Ravithis uh, with Ravithis Realty. I'll be your host for the day. And today we're lucky enough to have with us Randy Sample from Arbor Tech Tree Services. Uh, Randy began working in the tree industry in 1996. He worked for a few different tree companies until he and his wife Meredith decided to begin their own company in 2004. Randy is a member of the International Society of Arboriculture, the Tree Care Industry Association, the Massachusetts Arborist Association, and the Massachusetts Tree Wardens and Foresters Association. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having us. You got a lot of uh, memberships here. It sounds like you know what you're doing. We think we know what we're doing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How about just uh, for our listeners, a little history behind the company? Arbortech started in 04. Um Basically, as it mentioned in the bio, we worked for a couple. I worked for a couple of the companies and felt like we could do things differently. Felt like I could improve on the customer experience, and so we began ArborTech, and and here we are, you know, 15 plus years later, have a great customer base and just in working for a really good group of clients. We've got an awesome team, and, and all aspects of tree work is what we're offering out there. Let's talk about territories. How far do you guys go? Where's your main hub, et cetera? We don't have a huge radius. Uh, you know, we're working in Western Mass, Northern Connecticut. Okay. We don't go too far north. You know, probably not much beyond um, uh, Northampton. Okay, so yep. Hampshire County. Yep. Okay, so I think the the probably the number one question when people are coming in is, I need an estimate. Mm -hmm. to, to you know, I got one tree, I got thirty trees. Now, how do you guys handle the estimate situation? It all starts when the call comes in the office. The office takes everybody's information. It gets put into our system. The appointment's made, and I go out to the appointment. We do a walkthrough with the customer, determine what their concerns are, maybe looking for recommendations. We make some recommendations based on what we see and what we feel would would be you know a priority level or just a wish list. Okay. We itemize the proposal and submit it through an email. Okay. How long does that whole process take? Well, from the point of, depending on our busy season, you know, if, if you call us today, we'd like to get the appointment set up within a week. Okay. And then we're sending the email out to you the same day. Okay. Yep. So turn around the estimate, same day. Exactly. All right. Uh, insurance. Uh, yes. It's got to be a big topic when you're talking about taking trees down. It is a big topic, and it should be for most, uh, you know, customers and people that are looking for this type of, of service. They should be requesting a certificate. They should be, you know, getting that and then reviewing it to make sure that the, the company that's going to be on their property is qualified uh, with insurance. There's three. There's really three parts. Two pertain to the customer. One is the liability, and the second is the workman's comp. And both of those really protect the property and the property owner. Okay. Um, if 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 someone that didn't have workman's comp were to get injured on their property, that that person could sue the homeowner. Workman's comp takes that away from the uh, the table. Okay. Uh, Liability-wise, if, if something were to happen, uh, the 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 property owner would be um, covered, and the pro you know all that liability would fall back to the company, not so much the homeowner's insurance. Okay. Let's talk about the the services in general. Mm -hmm. um, are you trimming trees? Are we taking trees down? Are we planting trees? Are we doing stumps? Like, what do you guys offer? Everything there except the planting. Okay. Uh, we, we refer the planting out to local nurseries okay. that we work with. Uh, but trimming, removal, stump grinding, uh, we're doing some disease and insect management, whether it's mosquito and tick sprays and, okay. and whatnot, to really you know, encourage people to get outside and enjoy their space. So when you guys give that estimate, right, mm -hmm. you say, all right, here's the, you know, these 10 trees, it's going to cost X amount, um, time, you know, usually you're out at a property, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of this is residential work, this is one day work? 
For the most part, yes. Yeah. There's not many projects that go beyond one day. Okay. Yeah. So you're in and out of somebody's. Uh, we area. are. Okay. Yep. Um, massive trucks. I've had a bunch of trees uh, uh, taken down at my property. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you guys handle massive trucks on the lawn, ruts in the lawn, that type of a thing? We really work. We watch the weather. We schedule. Um, if we feel like we've had a significant rainfall and, and we can't protect the lawn, we'll, we'll postpone and reschedule. Okay. Uh, other preventatives that we use on a daily basis are we put mats down, whether we have uh, plywood mats or we have poly mats. And then uh, the other technology that we're using, being mechanized as Arbortech is, we have a crane. Okay. We're trying to work off the drive. We're trying to work off the street uh, using climbers to minimize the heavy equipment on the lawn. On the lawn. Yeah. Um, same thing, you know, there's the lawn and then there's the sprinkler systems. Mm-hmm. So what if you hit one? Is it your responsibility? Is it my responsibility? How does all of that stuff work? The sprinkler system is a little bit difficult because it doesn't fall under DigSafe. We, we request DigSafe constantly to okay. protect utilities, uh, power and cable and gas. Uh, so the sprinkler system doesn't fall under that. So we like the customer to mark the heads okay. so we can at least identify that. If right. something were damaged, we, we typically take care take of it. Care of like yep. that, yeah. But if there we, really should be, if, if you can get the customer to mark the heads, there really shouldn't be any shouldn't issue. Shouldn't be any issues at all. Yeah. Um, you take my tree down. Now I've got a stump there. Should I grind it? Should I not grind it? Is it just preference? What are your thoughts on that? It's really preference. It could be what your project uh, involves. Are you putting a pool in? Do you need to stump gone? Or are you just tired of the trees and the leaves dropping? Uh, or it's dead and, and maybe the stump is out of your budget. Okay. We separate that pricing so you can add it on at any point, and, and it's really preference. Okay. Um, biggest misconception that you're coming across in the tree world? I, I mean, there's a few misconceptions. Um for for Arbortech, we're, this is our profession, and and there is a, a a misconception that it's a hobby for a lot of guys, or they don't handle it like a business. And and this is a true profession for us. We have an unbelievable team, and and we take it very seriously, and we train, and and we're certified, and and we do many things to offer the correct service. And and so the misconception is anybody can take down a tree. You know, my uncle's going to do it for me, or a friend, and and. There's some, you know, the devalue in the service until they really see the operation. And, and then and they're very impressed and very appreciative of, of how we handle things. Sure. Yeah. What about the different types of trees that we're seeing here in New England? Uh, are any of them more difficult to take down, less difficult? Hey, we don't touch this type of tree. This is protected. I don't know. Your- There's a lot of things going on in New England. Um as far as taking, you know, more difficult taking down, not so much. I mean, we do have some challenges. There's challenging sites working within the city in small lots. Uh, we're seeing a lot of infestations, a lot of, of disease and insects that are affecting a lot of our trees, whether it's the white ash tree with emerald ash borer. It could be um, the Asian longhorn beetle with maple trees. Uh, Worcester had a significant infestation. There's a lot of things going on. And so we're trying to stay ahead of that, you know, uh, winter conferences and seminars not we want to be prepared to take them down if we have to and we want to be able to know how to treat them and save them if we can okay yep um you take it down can i get reimbursed any of the costs or is it just getting factored in if there's some resale value on some of the the logs or the wood if it's a hardwood and somebody can burn it how does all that factor in there's no factor today for the reimbursement of any of the material or the proceeds that come from that material okay Years ago, the markets were better, they're stronger, and there was maybe an option for that. Um, what we do is a specialty, and the cost is created from 
the crew and the equipment and all the manpower really to take these difficult trees down in difficult locations. You'd have to be talking about five plus 10 acres or more to get a significant amount of lumber to, to get, um, to bring enough value to that. Okay. We recycle everything. We put it in the yard. We sort it out. We don't waste anything. The process of recycling it and managing it basically takes up any benefit from that cost. Okay. Yeah. And chipping it, I assume would it be another option? We do chip as much as we can on site, okay. and then all the oversized material goes back to our facility. We sort it out. Some of it gets chipped out to mulch companies. Some of it gets to you know paper and pulp, and some of it goes to to logs and lumber up in north up north. Okay. Yep. And, and if I'm a, you know, I got a wood burning stove and I got hardwood, you'll just leave it there. Absolutely. For me. Okay. Yep. You have the ability to like split it and all of that on site, and then all I got to do is pile it up? Or? We typically stay away from the splitting. We'll cut it into fireplace lengths, Okay. but the cost for us to stay there and split it is greater than the, the value of the wood, so we just leave it behind. Homeowner can do that themselves. Exactly. All right. Um, let's talk about the payment process. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I have you guys out to my site. Uh, I like the number that you give me. How do I move forward? At that point, if you like the number and you want to go ahead, you uh, you approve the items on a proposal that you're you're ready to schedule goes back to the office. The office acknowledges it. We schedule it. And then from there, we don't accept any payments or deposits until the work's complete and you're satisfied. Okay. And from there, it's it's a, you know, check, uh, credit card. At, at the time? At the time of completion. Completion. Yep. Cool. Cool. Um, any way to give some ballpark prices on, on removing a tree, multiple trees, et cetera? I know there's probably a wide range, but... Anything that you could do to just, you know, I'm, I'm listening to the show right now, and mm-hmm. I know I've got this one big, you know, tree out back. I just want to have an idea. We we stay away from the idea of any ballpark pricing. Okay. We're free estimates. Give us a call. We'll make an appointment. We'll get on site, and we'll assess the whole situation. We, we need to look at the access. We need to look at what equipment will fit there, how many men we need, how long it's going to take. And we're happy to work up that free estimate and give you the exact number. Um, can I save you a trip out by maybe taking a video, taking some photos? Would you be able to do it off of something like that if I gave you a good shot of what's going on? It's very difficult. We, I, you know, I, we have the home shows that we go to, and we stand in the booth, and people, you know, show us pictures, and we're just not seeing enough to feel comfortable with offering a price based on that information. Okay. You know, it, it's hard to tell how far the wires are away from the tree, how far the tree is away from the house, and and it it creates an unknown that we really want to stay away from. Um, I'm a tech guy. I've mm-hmm. got a drone. I mm-hmm. can fly around my property. I could get some high def in that scenario. Could yep. you do it? Still some stuff that you need For, to. There really do. is. We. I need to see where the utility box is to see if it's underground or above ground. I need to know if I need to call DigSafe or do I need to do a service drop. Yeah. Um, there are many things yeah. that I need to do, and I need to determine. Um, how wet the soil is. I need to walk on the ground. I need to figure out really what this is going to take to uh, have a successful job complete and a customer happy. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the quoting process seems like it's not going to be an easy process. It's, you, know, you, you really need a professional to come out and take all of these things into consideration. You do. Yeah. I, uh, for me, my experience has helped me and, you know, have the eye to look at the situations and, and the scenarios of what's going on. Yeah. 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 Um, do I need to be there while the work is being done? You don't need to be there while the work's being done. Okay. Uh, you're welcome to be there, and, and some people like to watch, and some people don't. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you're, you can go on to work, and we'll take care of the work, and you come home and inspect it, and then, you know. You're happy with it. Pay you guys. Yep. That's it. <laughs> All right. Yep. 
Um, well, listen, we're coming up against the the first commercial break mm-hmm. here. Uh, a ton of information on trees and, and the work that you guys do and the services that you offer. If people have additional questions, uh, maybe they want to hire you to come out and give an estimate. What's the best way to get in touch with you guys? The best way to reach out, uh, either by phone or even our website, you know, goarbortech.com. Uh, it's G-O-A-R-B-O-R-T-E-C-H.com. Feel free to submit an online submission. The office is great. They'll respond to you. We'll set up an appointment. Uh, you can always call us at 413-525-0060. Again, that's 525-0060. Speak to Chris or Jen. They're always there, ready to go, and, and take your information. Andy, really appreciate you. Um, guys, as always, if you're looking to get into the real estate field, whether you're looking to buy, sell, invest, maybe you're even looking to get your real estate license, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me and my team at 413-998-7466, If you've got ideas uh, for a future show, um, just reach out to us. If you've got questions you'd like to see answered on the show, we'd love to hear from you. I'm Steve Bravithis, and we will be right back with Randy Sample from Arbor Tech Tree Services. Hi from North Point Mortgage, your local mortgage lender. We cater to first-time home buyers offering a full range of loan programs, including USDA, VA, FHA, and mass housing. With state-of-the-art technology, we streamline the mortgage process for you. North Point has offices throughout New England, including West Springfield, Rocky Hill, and Sturbridge. Please contact Melissa Ostrander at 413-977-8155 or at mortgageswithmelissa.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Melissa Ostrander, MLS number 1396546, North Point, MLS 1515. Are you thinking about selling a piece of real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we would love to talk to you about how we can position your property to get top dollar. Our team of experts can help you make the appropriate repairs, stage the property, and make the property stand out online with professional photography and videography. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466 and talk to one of our listing specialists. Attention Massachusetts and Connecticut homeowners, 2019 is shaping up to be a fantastic real estate market. I'm Steve Ravithis, I run Ravithis Realty, and we focus on Western Massachusetts and Northern Connecticut. Let us help you sell and get top dollar while the market's still hot. Call us at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466. Who you choose to work with matters, and we want to be your real estate resource. Are you thinking about purchasing real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we love educating people about the home buying process. We want to be your real estate resource, from helping you find the properties to aligning you with the best local lenders, inspectors, and attorneys to facilitate your transaction. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our buyer specialists. Welcome back to Your Real Estate Resource, a show dedicated entirely to the subject of real estate. Uh, Today we've got with us Randy Sample from Arbor Tech Tree Services. Welcome back, Randy. Glad to be here again. Thanks. Uh, Hey, man. Let's talk about some of the stuff uh, and and equipment that you guys are using. We Mm -hmm. touched on it a little bit to to get these trees down. So you mentioned cranes. Mm -hmm. When are you using a crane? Uh, Are you going on my driveway, potentially damaging my asphalt? Just a little bit of information around this stuff. We're using a crane as much as possible. Okay. We feel like it's it's the most modern way to do it to be safe, more efficient, and keep the cost down for the customer. Uh, we purchased a crane two years ago. We've been we've been using cranes through subs for the last ten years, 
and and we've really become that company that people are coming to for that service. You know, we're we we are very mechanized, and this is just the next level for us to to do that. And as some of the tree guys are requesting that we do, you know, assist them in some of these difficult removals. Uh, a site visit will determine if we need to go on the driveway or not, if we need to be on the lawn, and that all determines at that point what the driveway looks like. Can the driveway handle the equipment? Do we need to put mats on the driveway? Are we safer to go on the lawn and mat the, mat the lawn? Um, they're really not non-selective with the crane. Yeah. If we can reach the tree and it can be safe, we're going to use it. Yeah. Now, yeah. when you say crane, is this like one of the boom truck type of things, or this is a standalone crane? This is all it does. This does all it does. It's, okay. It's a it's a thirty three ton crane that goes one hundred and twenty seven feet in the air. That's on a a, a, a decent triaxle uh, platform. Okay. That um, that's all it does. How it's, far can we reach with this thing? You said one hundred twenty seven feet up, but what if I got to get that way? You know. I well, that's all radiuses. We, you know, we have little devices that will measure radiuses, and if your tree is fifty feet off the driveway, and I calculate that into our our load management computer it'll tell us what we can pick and how much weight we can handle and if it's going to feasibly work okay um it's probably a 75 foot radius um all right so we're using a crane whenever we can uh if you can't i'm assuming you guys have got climbers we do have climbers we have bucket trucks okay uh we like to use that's our next best option again you know using the lifts and being more efficient and safe and then we do have climbers you know when that access is minimal or we can't take a fence down or, or get to the backyard, uh, we're climbing it. And then we're going to you know, walk the material out by hand or a wheelbarrow in the old-fashioned way. Yep. All right. Um, how about just the decision to hire a tree company uh, and, and making it just on cost? Because i got to imagine a lot of guys just call three tree guys, they got to get a tree down, and they're just going with the cheapest one. It's a, it's, it's a common decision. And, and, and unfortunately, we see we, we do a lot of work. We go back, and yep. we finish jobs. Uh, based on what they thought was a better price, and usually saving fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, they don't realize the mistake until it's too late. And maybe yeah. it's a bigger number than that. Sometimes um, we're all lucky these days to have our electronic devices. L- you know, do some research on the companies that you're asking in. Ask for referrals. Ask for you know references. Yep. Do your research. Check your reviews. Uh, ask your neighbor. I mean. A- a huge portion of the work that we do today, 80 to 90%, is repeat and referral. Uh, and, and it's important this day and age to know who's coming on your property, knowing that you can trust them, and, uh, and, and understanding the value of the service. Yeah. Maybe yeah. just a couple of those key things that you think separate you from your competition. You know, I, I know the reviews are good, and I know you're getting a lot of the repeat and referral business. What are some of those things that you think are just the reasons behind that? We have some great core values at our company. We've got a great team right from the office to the production and out in the field, you know, we strive to work for the customer. And, and we feel like we're set apart not only with our abilities with being mechanized, but our office abilities with how our software systems work, how productive we can be with getting proposals out. There's, no, there's no, nothing left out in the open. This is a written proposal. You'll get it. You can see it, and you sign off on it. And, and we're coming to your property with your best intentions at, at hand. If it's too wet and we can't get to your property in June, then we'll wait until it's frozen in, in December. Um, it's it's really about the customer experience for us, and that's what's most important. What would you say would be some great questions if I'm looking to hire a tree company uh, to ask when they come out to, to look at the property? I think one of the most important questions we lightly touched on earlier, one is insurance. Okay. Um, you know, doing your homework and the qualifications of them, but um, 
what kind of equipment do they have? Can, do they have the ability to do the work? Ask for a reference. Uh, you know, there's no harm in asking them, you know, have you done any work in a neighborhood? Can you give me a name of a neighbor? And go into the extent with the certificate of insurance to request it, and it should come right from the insurance agent with that customer's name right on it. And that just starts to show you that, you know, they have everything they need in place, just a case of a, a what if or, or when something might occur to yeah. be protected. So let's take one of those scenarios happening. You're out on a, on a property and there is a, an oops or an if or a when. How do you guys handle those situations? I feel like it's another thing that separates Arbortech from some of the other companies, at least from my experience. Um, it, it's almost not a matter of if, it's when. I mean, there's a large volume of work being done. There's a lot of rigging and a lot of hazardous things done every day that we do with a lot of weight. And when things happen, we just handle it swiftly and promptly, communicate to the customer that, you know, maybe we damaged a sprinkler head or maybe the, the limb came down and it, it took the top of a picket off. And for us, it's just a matter of no questions asked. We take care of it. No money is taken from the customer until that is completely satisfied and, and completed for them. Yeah. You know, to make sure that they know they're, they're, they're going to get exactly what they thought. No, no added extras of, oh, now I need to fix my lawn. All right. You know, there are occasions where the mats don't work and we still drive on these properties. And, and it could have a little bit of an impact, impact after we pull up the mats. We'll bring some lumen seed in and make it right for them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I think being open with the conversation of just saying, hey, look, we can put the mats down and there still might be. Absolutely. Are, are you okay with us coming out? And, and you know, we know you've got to get this tree out, but here's the deal. Well, if we get it out this month with these conditions, you're probably going to have some ruts here. It, that upfront communication is, is extremely important. Yeah. There's no surprises that people don't feel like you're trying to, you know, sneak anything on them. And uh, it's a much easier situation to deal with. Um, is there any difference for you guys when it comes to residential versus commercial? If I'm a business owner and I'm listening to this show and I got some trees, does your insurance cover that? Is that something that you guys would do or is it just more of a residential thing? No, residential, commercial. Absolutely. It, it, we're covered for both. Okay. Um, you know, when we do our insurance every year, we talk about percentages of, of every angle and every uh, property owner that we work for. So they under, have a true understanding of not only who we're working for, what the exposures are, how high we're going. So there's many, um, many questions and things uh, developed and, and understood about our business. Yep. So we're insured properly. So we can we work for both of those customers. So I think um, I'm guessing most people are calling you because there is a tree that they want because it's, you know, whether leaves or it looks like it's dead. Are there other things, though, that I should be looking out for that maybe the average homeowner doesn't understand of, hey, you should be looking out for X, Y, and Z? If you see that, you should probably be giving us a call where, you know, homeowners aren't arborists. They don't know these things. Mm -hmm. so maybe a couple of things that people uh, listening should be looking out for in their trees. Of course. Of course. Um, some of the obvious are a visual inspection for a customer to not notice is mushrooms growing on the trunk. It's an indication that there's moisture and decay in the trunk. And it's exiting through fungus, and that's in the mushroom. Uh, part of the canopy could be leaving its le uh, losing its leaves early, creating some dieback or some dead branches. That's signs of root stress and decline. So, you know, if your leaves are falling in August, you know that's too early. And so you should be calling someone trying to determine, is this something that can be treated? Or, you know, maybe it's um, an insect that's just eating the foliage or whether it's actually dying back and it just needs to be hazard pruned to make it safe again. Okay. You know, those are just some quick, quick things, things to look at. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And you talked about some of these treatments that are going on. You talked about some you're going to apply direct to the tree, some into the ground. Just a little bit more education on that. Is it safe for kids and pets and, mm-hmm. and those types of things? There's a lot of different types of treatments, and really the insect uh, somewhat dictates on how we treat. Uh, we do some trunk injections. We're actually injecting the product right into the trunk or soil injections into the ground, and there's no concern for pets or children at that point. Um, but we do some foliar sprays where we are spraying up into the tree and the canopy so that material sticks to the, the leaf itself. And, and that all depends. Like gypsy moth in recent years has been a big topic. That's a foliar spray uh, that work, works really well. Um, so, you know, you need to stay away from the property for until it dries, basically. It's not a long time. Okay. And that's the most effective way to treat the gypsy moths. Gotcha. Yep. Um, this is a, a fun one we were kind of talking about in the break is, uh, are you guys ever getting animals or pets or anything <laughs> out of trees or is that left to the fire department? The fire department, uh, used to handle some more of it, but it gets referred to the tree guy more and more. Yeah. Uh, I think mainly because, uh, the access, you know, the truck is in the street in the front yard and maybe the cat's down in the backwoods. Yeah. Uh, we've picked out many cats and parrots and, uh, some other specialty birds and, <laughs> You know, we had a, a parrot once in Longmeadow uh, on William Street that I kept getting close to it. Yeah. But it, as soon as I was about to grab it, it flew away. And it went from house to house to house. And I would leave, and they would find it again. I'd come back. And it took about a day and a half. But we ended up getting it with uh, tying cauliflower on a bird's net. And, right. and, yeah, the wife was happy, and I got a big hug. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, what about, like, the the – I feel like it's a, a question that comes up a lot with homeowners. I bought a, a property, mm-hmm. trees hanging over, looks like it's the neighbor's tree. I think it's going to fall on my house. You know, who's responsible for that stuff, and how do you guys handle those situations? I mean, there is a guideline of how it works, and the insurance company dictates some of how that um, is handled. Yep. Uh, property lines are the boundaries. And if you purchase a home and the tree's leaning over, you, know, you could approach the neighbor, uh, but you have the right to cut it back to the property line without permission. Whatever's we, hanging over. Whatever's hanging over. Okay. We recommend, you know, just communicating because there are a lot of arguments that are created by a chainsaw. And we come in and there was no conversation and no permission. And we're, we want to just cut to the property line. But, you know, it, it makes it a little bit more difficult. But you, So we have the right to cut to the property line without permission. Okay. Uh, if a tree hangs over the property line and it fails and it strikes um, a structure on your property, it falls under your homeowner's policy. Uh, the only thing that can deter that and change that is if it, the tree is deemed ha- hazardous. If you've noticed that this is a dead tree and you've communicated that to the customer a few times, then they can they can write a letter to the insurance and, and deem it hazardous. Gotcha. Yep. Hey, we're coming up right against the break here. Just quick 10 seconds of why somebody should call Arbor Tech versus your competition. Uh, we're, we're honest people. We live in the community. Uh, we we want to come out to your property, give you a true evaluation, and, and really experience the difference that ArborTech offers is just good, honest, hometown tree work. Awesome. Randy, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. Wealth of knowledge. Uh, if people have additional questions, they want to hire you for your services, best way to get in touch with you? Go ArborTech.com or 413-525-0060. 413 413- Five two five zero zero six zero. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Guys, as always, if you have any real estate related questions, you want to be a future guest on the show, uh, just have questions for the show in general, please reach out to us. 413-998-7466. 413-998-7466. I'm Steve Ravithis, and I want to be your real estate resource. <laughs>